Vernon, Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. I do the it's every week, but you know who's never done the it's? Matt has never done the it's. So I, I, I think you, you've you done it before, Gary, and you you yep. rocked the it's out of the it's, but Matt's never done it. So take a breath. Matt is now going to introduce the podcast in my way for the very first time. It's the TV podcast. <laughs> No. Luke, Gary, and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV podcast. TV news, reviews, and previews. And uh, and Gary goes west. In fact, he goes so far west that he ends up in London again with American stars. So you didn't go well, west this week. They came it, to you, didn't You could call it West London, but it wasn't. It's more central and slightly eastern, but yeah. Well, I don't see that catching on in the same way. No. I don't know what no, it is, I, it just didn't flow. It's not a feature, but I think we'll catch on much. You'll probably <laughs> Have you got a bit of a cold? I know you said you were losing your I... voice, but there is a bit... <coughs> I've got a bit of a cold. Oh, don't do a sympathy cough. Well, no, it was a real cough. Cause I, I have a feeling that it could be the beginning of a summer cold. Okay, um, we're going to do this uh, quickly. Channel 4 have renewed their darkly comic crime drama No Offence for a second series. Um hey. Apparently, Twitter was all abuzz last night over the uh, twists towards the end of the series. I haven't mm. seen it yet. Don't spoil it. Matt, can you tell us what you thought without, you know, giving too much? Um, I'm not sure. I like where they went with it, but I w- I'm not sure of, like, the the way that they sort of executed the final scenes was true to the characters. It sort of changed it a little bit for me, but it'll be interesting to see what Paul Abbott does with series two. Unlike some of the other things we'll talk about in a second... You think this rightly deserves a second series, oh, yeah, and they're definitely. not just... Yeah, I thought so. Uh, something that doesn't, in my view, is Our Girl. Uh, it originally starred Lacey Turner as Our Girl, and now Michelle Keegan is going to be Our Girl. Um, we supported this show right from when it was a pilot, back in 2013. I thought she was a medic, not a pilot. Oh, dear. That's good. God, That's I, quality. It's quality times like these. You, it's times like these. I revel in the fact that I can just cut things out whenever I please. <laughs> <laughs> We've supported this show right from when it started life as a one-off drama back in 2013. Um, it then saw Lacey Turner actually join uh, the army and go off and Molly support Dawes as an ar- as an ar- army medic, Molly Dawes. I actually preferred the pilot bit. Uh, because it was that kind of like mix of her real life and getting into the yeah. army. I'm not saying yeah. I didn't like the one where she was in the army last year. It's just I preferred the other one. So if they're going to yeah. do a kind of like a reset and Lacey, yeah. t- sorry, um, Michelle Keegan Michelle is a brand Keegan. new character, I quite yeah, like that idea. Today, uh, writer and creator Tony Grounds has said he will be bringing back some quote unquote familiar faces from series one. I just don't know whether we need this. I know it was a popular thing. I well, associate who, it fully with Lacey Turner. Who would Turner. he bring it back? Who would he bring back though? Because one of them he's rumouring one... Captain James. I just don't know. I think it just demeans the first. Se- you know, it's not like these people are just interchangeable. Mm. I don't know. I, no, I don't it, know. W- it, it was it was mainly about her character and the performance by Lacey Turner. You know, yeah. it wasn't just a girl in the army. It was this specific girl in the army yeah. who we who was the most to... unlikely person yeah, to be yeah, in exactly, the army exactly exactly i think the thing is if we don't see that transition that we saw in the pilot of our girl 
with the new Michelle Keegan character, then I don't think it's going to work as well and we have that sort of sympathy for her that we did in the series. Also returning, goodness gracious me, goodness gracious me, uh, we'll be back for another one-off special on BBC Two. This is a part of a season of programmes that the BBC are putting together celebrating India. Finally! He's not got two jobs anymore. He has three. Chris Evans has confirmed, and then Channel 4 subsequently confirmed that TFI will return for eight more episodes in the winter. And I was just talking to somebody, and we we were saying, was it TFI we enjoyed on, you know, a couple of weeks ago, or was it more the nostalgia nostalgia Mm. element Well, we talked about it, didn't we, on the podcast? Yeah. We, we, as people who watched it the first time around, enjoyed it, but people who are of a younger generation didn't really get it mm. so it, it would be interesting to see what modifications they make to it if it is still going to be that nostalgic element or they'll have to sort of make it more young more up to date and now the one with the sorriest throat on the podcast has the most to say as a very special edition of Ooh. Gary Goes West gets underway <laughs> Well, firstly, I feel I need to talk about the ABC Tours, Studio Tours Q&A that I went to on Monday night. Before we get there, can you just walk us through, because you, you sent some tweets out about how posh the, the hotel was. Was this not what you were expecting? Were you just dressed well, I, in the hotel? Well, I don't know what hotel were you at. Um, it was the Corinthia Hotel. hotel. And so you, you turned up in like one sock and a pair of no, pants, or what? Oh, okay, not quite you. that bad, but I was suddenly aware that I was in jeans, my Game of Thrones T-shirt, and a hoodie. The, the ladies that were there were all quite sort of, you know, decked out. Oh, and no. actually, in the hotel, they were serving like afternoon tea. Oh and- no! <laughs> oh no! And you're there in your Game of Thrones top. And I'm there in my Game of Thrones top, and you can just see, you know, when you get it when you walk in, you know, the receptionist like, yes. Oh. You know, not not yeah, kind yeah. of hello, sir. What can I do for you? But what is it you yeah. want in here? You don't. Yeah. You don't place. belong yeah. here, do you? We don't sell t-shirts in here. Despite the, the hotel snobbery, I went through to their very one of their very nice conference rooms, yeah. and after a little bit of hanging around and, and not talking to anybody because I was a bit scared, we got shown into the room and brought in were five five American TV five. stars. Man. How many five. people were there? Five? There were five. <laughs> right. From left to right. Okay. Alfred Enoch, who plays Wes in How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Matt no McCorrie, who's also in How to Get Away with Murder. Names. I can't remember them all. Sarah Drew from Grey's Anatomy. Hayley Atwell from Agent Carter and the Marvel Universe films. And Clark Gregg, Agent Coulson from Marvel Agents of Shield and the Marvel Universe and all the Wasn't Avengers. Matthew Gray Gubler there. And yeah. Matthew Gray I was coming to him. Alright. He came in late. No he didn't, I oh, made okay. that up. Matthew Gray Goober, <laughs> uh, or Goober Gray, and he's from Criminal well, Minds. Yeah, I'll tell you why I remember, because I read your article on the website that Gary wrote. If you haven't read it, go and read it. My friend has got a bit of a thing <coughs> for him, so I was like, oh. Ah, oh, yeah, right. Gary's the thing is, what we need to say is how daunting these events are, mm. and yet Gary, you asked a question, didn't you, too? Well, that's right. I mean, I was quite... Um, first off, these sort of things get kicked off with, like, a there's, like, a chair of the panel, and... They asked, I mean, the question they asked was kind of like, what's it like to work for such a great company like ABC? Which I can understand because the event was being filmed and I believe it's going to be on their website and used for promotions. So I can understand asking that sort of question. Mm. And then they had a couple of competition winners who'd submitted um, Facebook questions. Then they threw it open to the floor. And I was expecting, I mean, it was a room of about 30, maybe 40 journalists. And I was expecting every hand to go up in the air to ask a question. But in the end... There was only five, and even then, you know, it was I could have asked two if I wanted to. Uh, but the question I asked was, um, I was a big How to Get Away with Murder fan, and, and Matt McGorry was the only actor that wasn't part of the plot in the show to get away with murder. So I kind of asked him, you know, did he ever feel excluded or did he ever feel left out? And he sort of said, well, yeah, you know, when they did go off into their little huddle to plan their that part of the show, I did have to go off, and he said I was taking two naps a day, eating a lot of... Um, lobster lobster rolls uh but no he, he was making a joke really but he said no however much i wasn't in that scene i still knew what was going on they were told you know that the very final episode of before the mid-season was going to be heavily guarded secrets and you know they were only sent paper copies of the script so that none of, and they were told you know it's like you know the only the people needy will be at the table read and then at the table read denzel washington just turns up and gets in <laughs> 
Isn't that always the way? Uh, top secret CIA, and then all you know, just you know, Denzel Washington walks in. But no, it was very, very good. And afterwards, I was interviewed for. Uh, I don't know where I was interviewed for. I was interviewed by a camera crew. <laughs> I found out. I found out since it's yeah. for the TV series Catfish. Um, <laughs> so uh... I did wonder why, why why the cameraman kept winking at me. I don't know. I, I, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we you... thought you were in something again. I'm sure Luke tells tells them that you're in something before you go to them. I yeah, did say I... to them, maybe you've seen me in Endeavour. You know. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> So, no, so uh, that, that was even more daunting than asking a question and turning up to an event on your own. I mean, how on earth I made it out of there alive, I'll never know. So if that interview ends up on a website somewhere, I will post it so that my yeah. mum can see that actually I do do something worthwhile for a living as well as yeah. a job. Every so, entirely uh, right, the only other big news is that in America they've cancelled Hannibal after three seasons. It's a little bit unusual. Thought this was doing quite well. Gillian uh, Anderson had just joined the cast for season three. There's lots of rumours about this getting re- resurrected. There's the usual fan campaign, you know, bring back Hannibal. I think that's the hashtag you can use. They still had a lot of story to tell. Uh, they hadn't got up to anything sort of relating to the film's uh, mm. timeline. So there might you might well see it. The other good news is that a lot of people, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, next season there's a character uh, which Mads Mikkelsen, who's the lead in Hannibal, is absolutely perfectly suited for. So if him leaving gets him that job, I'll be more than happy. In order to save my voice, I'm going to talk about the review of Dark Matter, then we'll do True Detective, then The Brink, so that my voice can rest a bit. Oh, I so, don't, when did it become all about you, this yeah, Gary yeah, Goes West yeah. segment? Well, partly the first name of the segment. <laughs> right, first off, I watched a sci-fi drama called Dark Matter on the Sci-Fi Channel. It, it's quite a good little series, this one. It's based on the premise that uh, a ship comes out of hyperspace, the... the Members of the the crew all come out of deep sleep chambers. I don't know who they are. Uh, they're faced with various. They're, they're, they're... Do, do, do they know who you are? But they you don't know who they are. Well, that, that, to be honest, you don't. I mean, the first for okay. the first half an hour of the episode, they refer to each other as numbers. You know, number one because he woke up first. Number two, it does by the end of the episode because <laughs> he smells a bit. <laughs> yeah. Number three yeah. it does by the end of the episode sort of make itself more relevant um, and. I was a little bit disappointed. I thought, actually, I would have kept that premise going a bit of them not knowing who they are. And there's an android in it, you know, a nice link to humans. And uh, there's your typical sort of uh, maladjusted sort of crew members all kind of threatening each other, not really knowing who each other are for the first part. Quite a decent little series, I imagine, because there is a lack of good sci-fi outside of humans. I imagine I will keep going on this. I know we've all seen the first episode of True Detective. Do any of you two just want to kick off? About, <laughs> I'll kick off about yeah, totally, I'll I am going to kick off about I, I, it. I think if we're talking about True Detective, we need to talk like this, just a bit like. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and I need to have to... some sort of whiskey in my hand. By the sound of it, you need Lemsip. Oh yeah, that's true. You... Yeah, good. Most point. of them didn't need Lemsip. Yeah. Um, okay, so True Detective, big big hit for HBO and subsequently uh, Sky Atlantic last year with Woody Harrelson and uh, I can say Mark Lamar. What's his name now? (laughs) (laughs) Matthew McConaughey, my God! Mark Lamar? That is a real Garyism, isn't it? This is what happens when we saw Fraser West. (laughs) (laughs) This series was a whole different story set in a whole different place, LA. A whole different cast, although Matthew McConaughey... And Woody Harrelson were listed as exec producers. No mention of Mark Lamar. Don't know no. what happened to him. No, but Boscock's uh... money. He doesn't need it. <laughs> You'll know how my views of US TV have spun round over the last year or so. It sort of reminded me why I don't like um, American stuff. It was so self-indulgent. Mm. I, I'm not very good at ex- explaining this, but I'll try, and you'll have to humour me because I'm special. We always. Um, I felt like all the performances were just people acting. Yeah, I know what you mean. Right. Do you know um, what I mean? I, I, there's probably yeah, a better I, I, way I of saying that. I suppose acting, it's though, an exaggeration yeah. of acting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Rather than it almost to no... me to add to that point, it almost to me felt like if someone was going to do like a spoof on the HBO drama, that mm. that would be it. You know, everyone's yeah. got demons. Everyone's 
sort mm. of, you know, double crossing each other and stuff. The one person yeah. I, I quite liked and it was Rachel McAdams. I think she was the Yeah, only I didn't one. mind her. No, yeah. I didn't mind her. I liked yes, her. I would yeah. agree I liked her character. Yeah. I think this was very as you said, Matt, very whispery. They mumbled all their way through. Colin, Colin Farrell's, Farrell's character was just bizarre. That scene just... where he brass knocks the dad. I mean, I, I felt like that scene was a little bit out of place, but I suppose it's just highlighting how mm. unhinged. I mean, he's obviously. I mean, I think the thing he did. He did, he did he... have a ginger-haired son. That would mm. do it to you. Yeah. But yeah. You know. <laughs> a chubby ginger. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna have to be cut. Were, but the thing is, what? why is that gonna be cut? He's a I don't ginger. know. Legal reasons. Are you a tubby ginger? <laughs> I just, I just found it really dull, and I didn't engage with no, it I'm, at all. I, I actually, I started it yesterday. I got about yeah. eight minutes in, and just like I lost, <laughs> I lost the will to live. So I had to. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna it... have to sort of because we said we'd watch it for the podcast. That yeah, I, I had to struggle my way through it today. Um, and was doing other things while I was watching it. I did like very much the atmosphere, but I think that's what drew me into it. And Mm. I think I I, I like the idea of it coming together. I like the idea of those three plots all coming together at the end of episode one to form that kind of like what you can tell is going to be like the investigative team. Because in series one... That team was to begin, you know, began with Matthew O'Honoghue and Woody Harrelson. They were they were on a case at the beginning. Whereas now you've got these three different sort of police officers that are, you know, coming together to investigate one case. I, I quite liked that. Were you surprised, Gary, that Taylor Kitsch is a man and not a woman? Yes. <laughs> Most like that Britney Spears song. Oh no, that was a girl. I'm not. Yeah, a, I'm not a man. Yeah, oh, yeah a woman. <laughs> um, um... <laughs> but slightly that there were no Taylor Swift uh, references. Yeah. So. Shake it off, Gary. Some shows have a confidence to them, and you feel like they know where they're going. From the very beginning, it was like we are. You know, we're doing something incredible here. We're really great, and it just. I just mm. found it really yeah, self-indulgent. So from almost like the opening sequence where that song, yeah. you know, the Leonard Cohen song. It is all just, you know, you've seen it before. You've seen these troubled yeah. characters. You've seen these, yeah. you know, as you said about the acting and Gary said, I think the mood as well is almost sort of over in hand. Everything just feels... It was Stretch. relentless. Yeah, the mood yeah. of it was just relentless. Yeah. I didn't want. Yeah. I didn't necessarily want them to be cracking jokes no. or anything like that. I can. I can stand a drama that doesn't have humour and. Bli- but I just felt no connection to no. anyone, and Every, I just no thought, one felt real, did they? They all felt yeah. like True Detective series two. No, for me, I'm out. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm out. You need that sound effect after they on yeah. Dragon's Den, where they. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gary, you went to the Brink this week. Yes, uh, this is a <laughs> this is a dark comedy. I, I you know I was far away there. Uh, this is a dark comedy uh, political show in America, uh, produced and starring Jack Black and Tim Robbins. Uh, and Mark Lamar. And Mark, well, Mark Lamar does have a role in it, but he, he's a mask, <laughs> so you can't really tell it's him. Mark, Mark Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. Mask. mask Lamar. Mask Lamar, though. See? <laughs> that is on fire this week. Really oh, is. my God. Oh, dear me. The only other star that you'll recognise from this is, uh, we mentioned earlier, goodness gracious me, who's the woman from that? <laughs> there are two Seattle. women in it. Mira Sayal, thank you. No way. No, she's, she's not in there. No, she is. She's. She's um, not. I'm she is. The, re- the I'm reason that now. she's in it. Trust me, I watched it last <laughs> night. Um, the reason it is is that Jack Black plays a low-level uh, diplomat working in the U.S. Embassy in, pa- US Embassy in Pakistan. Trip out to uh, obtain a little uh, of oh. the drugs. She is in it. Oh, is she? Thank you. She is in it. She is in it. Don't doubt me again, boys. Um, not that... And um, the, oh, basically what happens is that Pakistan has a, a, a military hunter. Uh, and a, a military? Forms with yoghurts. Hunter. Look it up. <laughs> a military hunter? It begins with a J. Look I've, it not, up. I've not seen that one Nicole Scherzinger advertising it. On the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Secretary of State is uh, called upon, and he's played by Tim Robbins. Very sleazy Secretary of State. You actually catch him in quite a, another graphic sex scene at the beginning of the show. Nice, fast-paced political humour. If you're not a fan of American politics, you may not get some of the references again. I mean, this is not Veep, but if you're a fan of Veep, I think you might like this. It's been slated uh, in the It's States. been slated and I believe cancelled or 
recommended oh, the cancellation know. on a number of websites we did, I've seen. We did reckon, didn't we, that it, it might be that they got this because of... Um, as part of a package deal. Yeah. 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 It probably more would have been better off as a, as a, a sort of a one-off, so I'm not really sure. Hmm. Well, just watch one. Yeah. Um, I think I will only watch one. I don't really see me watching any more. But to sum up, you are going to stick with True Detective in Dark Matter. <coughs> Absolutely. One cough for yes, two for no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> review time. Let's do some reviews, Matthew Donnelly. Uh, let us start with Blackwork, as oh. we've all seen it. This was the new uh, ITV crime drama. They don't do a lot of those. Uh, starring uh, <laughs> sarcasm, uh, starring uh, Sheridan Smith, who we don't see a lot of on the telly. Um, written by sarcasm. not Michael Crompton this time, but by no. uh, Matt Charman. Same initials. Um, yeah, sounds the same. <laughs> uh, who wrote Arzu? This uh, stars Sheridan as a uh, WPC who is married to a police detective who, uh, quite early on, dies. She learns that he was on an undercover mission that she wasn't aware of, and then it's like, who's the man I married? Did I know him? Blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> then it goes into the last ten minutes where she 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 um, sort of takes the case into her own hands and, and goes all private detective. Um, and I and, and Luke as well, obviously, we both thought that this was very rushed. <sighs> now, the eternal question is, Gary, <laughs> did you get through yes. all this? Yes. I did. Hey! He lied to me for two whole years. I didn't even know who he was. I want to know who I was married to. You shouldn't be eating or sleeping until you found out how my husband died. There's no way he was doing job. Get your head straight. I don't understand. Believe me, it will all be over. I, I do agree with your comments. I did like it, but I did feel that it moved around, along at a fairly electric pace. I know Luke has written an article for the website about are three episodes enough, too many, too little. And I, I agree that this feels like a more like a four to six parter. Because I, 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 I thought everything with Sheridan Smith and the grief and everything like that was brilliantly done. But everything when you switch to the police procedural side, all the coffers yeah. and stuff and all that felt a bit out of place, wasn't as compelling. Have you checked his phone? I rang him at 22.11, I left a message, I'd like to know if you heard it. Go home, Joe, please, I don't want you seeing this place. I need to see it, please let me in. No, you don't. You need to go home, okay, Joe? Listen to me. No, Joe. Joe! 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 You can't go in there! What was he doing here? Let me take you home, Joe, please. He lied to me for two whole years. I didn't even know who he was. Joe. And then it suddenly sped up as soon as she found out about the tapes and her car the being The tapes thing was just yeah. weird. And it's just that like, just after weird. that, it just like someone pressed fast forward, on the, obviously on the tapes. And uh, yeah. it, oh, and then she ends up being it on the head in a cottage somewhere. Well, we've all, it's, you know, how, how you want to spend your weekend is Obviously, the point of this first episode was that the husband dies. But all we had of the husband that was soon to be deaded was a really peculiar scene mm. where... Sheridan and him looked like they couldn't stand the no. sight of well, one that's another. What they, that's what they were going for, wasn't it? And that's why she was having yeah. an affair with uh, Matthew McNulty. But exactly. And then the next second, he's dead. So how are we supposed to feel well, any... Do you think the, the undercover mission he's on was Vera? Because she's in that... I, reckon, I do reckon it is Vera. <laughs> uh, but I, and you would want to keep that a secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> The thing is, I just, I, again, much like True Detective, I found it quite hard to connect with anyone that wasn't Sheridan Smith uh, because you didn't spe- you didn't get any time with them. You didn't know who they were. Uh, and and I think in, much, in that... Yeah, we said, I mean, we've talked about this, um, that this was very much someone from that, someone, you know, all these sort yeah. of recognisable actors yeah. who do a lot. 
you know, Geraldine James and um, Douglas Henschel and Matthew McNulty. Yeah. Yeah. And, and soon to be Phil, Phil Davis. Davis and, and Ace Batty as well. I, uh, I think as well, in the hands of a lesser actress mm. than Sheridan Smith, I don't know whether this would have had any impact on me at all. The, the other thing that I liked was I liked the interaction with the children. I mean, I liked the fact that you've got an older boy who's clearly struggling a little bit, you know, and and it was he was the divorce. I like the fact that you you got that sort of family mm. dynamic. Yeah, in... the modern family sort of yeah. dynamic. I like that as well. I yeah, just, the, I appreciated the, the, that. The mum of this sort of the, his, her stepson then wanted him back when the dad died yes. and stuff, and there was that relationship. But I just do felt... you feel that I'm right? Do you think if this had been a six or a four part, I think maybe we... a four, maybe another yeah. episode, maybe I, I think they could have it better. Yeah. I liked the fact that you didn't that the, the fact that you didn't see too much of him meant that there was that mystery around what happened to him. But you're right, we didn't get any of the dynamic of him really with with Sheridan Smith's character with his children. Yeah, you, you need I a think, little bit more yeah, of that. I agree. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, and yeah. also, um, I think it could have maybe ended with the with the tapes. That would have been a good. Yeah. Sort of, uh, we should say when Matt has tapes, they were actually CDs. Yeah. But because Matt's in the north, they will well, always okay, be then, set CDs. Things. That they, she was being taped. Yeah, all of the uh, affair was being taped. Not the affair. my article led to some interesting opinions, but the uh, most interesting one I wanted to bring to the podcast no, team's attention uh, was from Vernon. Vernon. Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings, or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, Chris Lunt, who you may remember, wrote three-part drama Prey, which is coming back later this year. In my case, ITV asked how many episodes I wanted to do, and I chose three. It could have been six if I'd wanted, but I felt the story of a guy on a run may have outstayed its welcome after three uh, if memory serves, the three-parter was a harder idea to sell at the time, but it wasn't an issue on the second series. But the point he's trying to make is that ITV had actually no say in how many episodes his drama was. But I so think I Prey know. worked. As the, I think Prey had that Well, yeah, pace because it's it. fast-paced. Yeah, it's, yeah you know, but black work probably, you know, you needed a bit more context about, you know, we've all said this about the relationship, about, the, about her husband, and I think mm. I, it needed that a bit more. And I think had it been a four instead of a three, I think we would have had that. At the same time on Sunday night, uh, Humans was also on and uh, myself and Luke watched episode two. How do you creep around like that? Do you think she's normal? Not she, it. Is there someone I could speak to about the behaviour of my synth? Whatever's going on with you, it's got nothing to do with Anita. Have you seen her? Oh, we remember that one. I'm watching you. I'm watching you too, Laura. Uh, I've watched you... part of it, so I haven't seen what, it all. What did so... you think, Luke, to the second episode? Did it keep keep it going for you? Did you? I think... have to... I was worried actually because I loved the first one. I was surprised how much the first one was, and I was worried that it was going to be the novelty of it and things. But I really enjoyed the second one <laughs> as well. Mm. I th- <laughs> and I, I think Sorry, what please. they did here was to give a bit more sort of time to the characters who we only got bits of. In at one, so William Hurt yeah. almost sort of led this one for me. You know where I he... thought he, I know you sort of. No, I, he, I, I, I got. Hit, I think I yeah. warmed him more in this one. Yeah, and I thought Rebecca Front was just great as this sort of terrifying, e- terrifying NHS droid. Try to relax. I'm here to take care of you. I don't take orders from you. And I like the sort of context they gave to his character now that we know he was involved in, you yeah. know, creating the synth. Him, and I like the relationship he's got with his synth, and then. 
the Neil Muscle character as well. We got a bit more. I really liked yeah, that. Uh, the stuff and I tell you what I liked as well that surprised me. I liked the tiny bits, like the the eldest teen daughter trying to mm. reprogram mm. the synth within the school. I liked yeah. Catherine Parkinson coming to her defence. I just think this is a... The stuff we talked with about the, the teenage son as well in the, you know, where he yeah. sort of tries to touch her and she said... Yeah. I just think as well, uh, Gemma Chan is just brilliant because she has to play about three different characters, doesn't she? She has to play this yeah. sort of synth on top that she has to pretend that she is a normal synth to the family, but we know as well that she's got this sort of heightened emotional state. Yeah. We just spoke there about pacing and... and with the fact that you've got eight, it just seems like they're taking their time yeah. and they're showing you, they're showing you who everybody is. They're giving everybody equal time, it, and it it just it flows brilliantly because it before you know it, you're on to the next section of the plot. And I, I didn't ever feel like I was looking at the clock to see how much no, was left. No. I was just I was into it completely. I think and I've I was had that so with glad. both humans now. That it's just sort of zip by. Yeah. I mean, I watched it on uh, all, all four. And I just went, yeah. I think I went to sort of pause it and I was surprised yeah. that I only had like sort of 10 minutes left because it yeah. just sort of flew by. The pacing of it yeah. is, I what, mean, what, it's a, what a good well thing, you know, on Sunday night, you had three good British dramas to watch, you know. Yeah. I've, I've, and I, I, I know and you only guys... two of them starred Paul Kay. Well, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say Paul Kay's, why isn't he, you know, in the other one at the moment? In Blackwell, right. give it time. He was in the yeah, Interceptor as well recently, wasn't he? He's got, right. well, he's he's got, got a good age. He'll be good. good no, he, no, he hasn't because he well, was in the Interceptor. Well, he's got work, hasn't he? He's got work. Yeah. He's only in one <laughs> well, episode of the Interceptor. I love the, the young prostitute synth as well. But <laughs> Just, um, I was. Uh, I, there was more to that sentence. There was more. I was just going to end it with that. But I, <laughs> I loved her sort of escaping the brothel for one of the Emily Bennington. Yeah. I ju- I just think everybody has their story and it's told really well, paced really well, and a really good cast. I, I don't know. I, again, I'm going to just sort of be Colin Morgan. Not a fan. No, I have to say, I have to say, if there's one weak link, yeah. but that's nitpicking yeah, because no, really no, there no, isn't it is. much of a. Well, I think I, I think you know you always sort of as sort of TV critics we're always sort of trying to find that like weak spot, aren't we? So yeah. Uh, moving on uh, to a, a third drama, uh, My Mad Fat Diary returned for mm. its final series, uh, only three parts instead of the normal mm. six. And Mark Lamar. And Mark Lamar. Well, 98, you see, maybe. <laughs> uh, although, although, as we, we've said, this uh, this episode didn't do well with the whole period. Um, National Express by the Divine Comedy was playing, and that didn't come out. Well, it wasn't released the single until 99. Yeah. The album was It's fallen released. apart, yeah, Gary. Yeah. And there was a reference to Destiny's Child being a three-piece and everything like yeah. that. that were... I, well, the thing was, I spent the first half just focusing on that so it did sort of ruin the first half and i, I did, did go like back the and recurring watch it. gag about blockbuster video i have to say that yeah yeah um, I did like basically uh, this one is all about the last summer with uh, ray and her friends and and their various journeys off to uni and things like that and where they'll place in the world starts with a, a university interview at bristol university and basically <laughs> doesn't think she's going to get in and so uh, decides to move in with her boyfriend and tells everyone that she's going to stay in um, Lincolnshire. But it obviously transpires that she does get in and there's that big sort of dilemma for her. And obviously, as we know, she's got the mental health issues. And it all builds up to a really sort of shocking final scene where all of sort of her friends end up in a car crash. Seeing that Jodie Combe was in a coma. So <laughs> there you go. That's what... That's, it's not Jodie Combe in a coma. It's just Jodie... Coma. That's what it is. Um, not Jodie like, Comer Coma. Uh, it's a bit like Karma Coma by uh, Massive. Yeah. All oh, right. Jodie in the coma by the. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> um, coma, 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 chameleon. Um, I've been doing this all day. Let's just do a podcast of coma jokes. Um, I have to say, yeah. um, I found it quite um, generic mm. until the car crash. Okay. I think because we know the characters so well, I think yeah. I, I I think if anything, it on it almost lost its sort of balance of light and shade. It was all very sort mm. of dark, apart from uh, the stuff with the mum I quite liked, and the stuff with yeah. Archie as well. I think I loved the all the Archie stuff. Yeah, that, that was, was there was to really give it a well bit done. more sort of uh, lighter edge. I think. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't for that, then it would have been sort of quite dark and quite gloomy. 
Um, I still think it's got a very unique voice. Mm. I will miss it when yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I definitely will. I think I was shocked that they did this big sort of car crash thing, seeing as they've only got three episodes as well, because it seems sort of an odd thing to do. But obviously, the writers have got a plan for it. It, it seems yeah. to be a different writer this time around. And again, I feel like unnecessary nitpicking because mm. really, I I enjoyed it, yeah. but it was just. A little bit. I think, if anything, circles. for me, the one criticism I would ha- would have is that Nico, I felt, was a little bit wasted here as Finn. He seemed to be more of a plot device than a character now. Yeah, I yeah. would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I would agree with that. But again, nitpicking slightly because yeah. I did enjoy it. My my fat diary. If you haven't watched it, all four is yeah. where you head. In get fact, a, it's where you head for humans an, as well. Uh, yeah, watch all the. If you haven't seen any of it, we do recommend it. Is one of our sort of favourite dramas the last couple of years. Again, we've supported it for a while, yeah. and I, it's nice. I think every show when it's got that sort of fan base, mm-hmm. it shows you that you know a channel can just give them three or four episodes to finish their story off. <laughs> Celebrity MasterChef, Gary, do you want to bring us through this one? Yeah, so this was the first of the heats for Celebrity MasterChef, um, and the winners of this, the two, the, was it three in the end went through to the semi-final? Two. Two. Uh, and this week we saw, we had Chesney Hawks, the one and only. The one and only. He, he, he went all, came all the way from America to take part in Celebrity Yeah. Master. What? Started off saying he can't cook, and by the end actually, yeah, he was the best of one, the wasn't he? Was doing very, I think yeah. he was hiding, yeah. hiding it. Uh, we also had, now you're going to have to help me here, Matt, because we've got Sarah Harding. Yeah, who uh, was a from Girls complete Aloud. disaster. She, well, who, she, was, she was a mess from beginning yeah, to end. and I think they only kept her on after that first elimination because she was sort of the biggest name there, wasn't she? she was well, that's of, right. I do feel there's that. I'm not sure how this woman functions from yeah. day to day. But what I did find hilarious was at one point she said, well, we'll we're in the studio writing and at that point I spat out whatever food was in my mouth because I'm like girls allowed writing songs get out of well, here is she now <laughs> is she now a uh, a serious solo artist on her own I, no I, she, I she, made, she made absolutely no attempt to say that so new, uh, new sympathy for all girls allowed when seeing Sarah Harding in that relay race and <laughs> not communicating at all with the uh, the Holby City actress who she was teaming oh up. gosh yeah Yvette Fielding wanted to redeem herself by uh, making that pancake that she fouled up on, on Blue Peter about and, and got eliminated as a result. God, her life is incredibly empty, w- also, isn't it? <laughs> also going through with Chesney Hawks was Sherry Murphy. Uh, yeah, but I thought with this, there was just far too much of it over the two nights. So Certainly yeah. Friday. Friday's was an hour and a half. I don't yeah, think Friday you did very An long. hour and a half. Of, I mean, I just had to switch off in the middle bit where they went to Legoland. That was the most bizarre. I couldn't have guessed what you were going to say next. But I'm going they to Legoland. Mass, they did a mass catering challenge at Legoland, didn't they, Gary? They did. Yeah, He's not lying. <laughs> it does sound like a lie. Uh, but, um, and again, I didn't find anyone to root for here. I didn't. There wasn't any of the celebrities. I was, quite, I was slightly rooting for Yvette Fielding until she messed up on the pancake. I know uh, Luke hasn't watched this yet but don't tell the bride we'll talk it's creepy because by the time this goes out i will have watched well that's why i thought we mentioned it now yeah Yeah. um basically uh moving from bbc3 to bbc1 uh as we mentioned last week more money this time uh 12,000 has gone out the window they've now got 14,000 to play with Mm. older of our license fee yeah older couples uh so i mean all the ones on bbc3 i think were in their 20s this couple well, here. I want to make it clear when we say older. I mean they've not got oxygen tanks and wheelchairs. Well, like, they are. Yeah, so, well, I mean this, these are sort of late. Gary's age Sorry, when Gary. we say older. Um, yeah. But then I think later <laughs> in the series there are couples in their sort of forties and fifties. I think that's so, just yeah. sick. Because um, I, I, I think I remember reading that press release when they first announced it was going on BBC One. I think there's sort of couples from you know thirty to sixty-five or something like that. This first uh, episode, we had uh, a couple called uh, Jenny and Andrew. Jenny had been uh, in a wheelchair since her second pregnancy. Something had gone wrong, and she'd injured her pelvis, and now you know found it hard to walk. So the sort of the story was more about her. This was a special day for her, and Andrew basically tried not to mess it up. Um, and mm. I think there was less of that hectic energy that me and Luke loved. From the it's fit. sort of a anar- it was sort of anarchic, wasn't mm. it? The original, yeah. And there was always that sort of strong theme, whether it be the tattoos, the Burning Man festival, Vegas, things like, Vegas, things like that. 
And, and this one, he sort of goes, oh, I want a rave theme, then, or Ibiza, and then he gets a circus tent. And it's all a bit, like, slapdash, you know? There's never that clear theme like that one, the, the alien one springs to mind. I don't know if uh, you remember that one. It's a bit sort of sanitised, a bit safe. I don't know, this might just be the first episode because I think the point here is trying to explain it to an audience who haven't seen it before and Luke's going to yeah. go, I don't know who... Vernon, 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 the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings, or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Vernonheating.com. Who's not seen it before? <laughs> I don't I mean, know I, who's not I seen it I don't watch every week. I watch the odd episode on BBC mm. Three. But I you've don't seen know it, what... Gary. You've seen it, is my point. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas it I think... It began in 2008. I, think I mean, that who was that to tell you? This is Series 9. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, these are people, though, I think, who... Uh, th- this show is made for people who didn't uh, weren't aware of it but are tuning in to BBC One because, as we've said before, uh. people do just watch whatever's on BBC One. <laughs> and, uh, you're, uh, you're so right, but it yeah, annoys yeah, me that you're right you, every that's time. That's what I say every week. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, it is, as a result, it's very explaining. It's very... This is what... And there's less of a focus on the groom spending too much money on one thing so yeah. he can afford another thing. Um, I just, there, there wasn't a lot, you know, I, I found myself tuning out of it a little yeah. bit, you know, because uh, I was watching it on the previews, I had a chance, you know, to skip ahead, like, every sort of yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> you only watched it in six minutes. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, but I just wonder... Yeah, I just wonder, and I mean, there is still that sort of chance, I mean, we've got the old Save BBC Three campaign is still going strong, so there's the chance that... Several things I want to put to people here. Yeah. A, um, when because I remember Edinburgh, it was Danny Cohen who said we're thinking of taking Don't Tell the Brides. So that's nearly a year ago. They've taken it. Mm. Why do they have to? Obviously, it's sanitised, as you say, because of the time they've put it on. Mm. Eight o'clock. If they'd have put it at ten thirty-five after the news, it's sort of a cult slot or whatever it could still be i don't see the, why it's the bbc still three. be the 20 uh, well, I, I don't know why it can't uh, or be but at least have some of them have a have them included in the mixture because that it's w- like they've said it's like they've said we like this idea mm. but we don't like the show no yeah so we're going to change the show but keep the idea yeah, that no, no. it's the groom that does the wedding it's a shame it's another example of bbc3 being dismantled mm. As and we we've got a we... couple. I mean, Family Guy's coming up soon, isn't it? On BBC yeah, on two, two. and yeah. and Hair as well, and Sunsex and Suspicious Parents on uh, BBC Four, which should be interesting. In between the arts documentaries, presented um, by <laughs> um, Alan Yentob now and Vernon <laughs> Kay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a what a duo that, 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 that is! A duo and a half. <laughs> BBC Three should stay on TV. <laughs> Russell Howard's good news. Yes, love it. Little Britain. Gavin and Stacey every time. When Gavin and Stacey ended, I pretty much cried for three solid days. Bad education. I like coming home from work and watching Family Guys. You had to come the second news. TV time is like family time where you can just all sit down together. BBC3, they give the programmes a chance. You know, they, 
they give them a little bit more time. You don't just have to do a pilot and then, you know, if it doesn't work, that's it. Like, there are loads of documentaries on there that I feel like some channels wouldn't sort of give the time of day, but everyone always like goes on about them and watches them. I'm not going to say it's going to jeopardise our banter, but still, you know, it's really funny. <laughs> BBC Three should be on TV. BBC Three should stay on TV. Save it. BBC Three should stay on TV. BBC Three should stay on TV. Top Gear returns for the last time in the format that we've grown to know uh, on Sunday, 8 o'clock. Richard Hammond and James May do all the sort of to-camera bits, and then the rest is Hammond, May and uh, Clarkson in clips from what would have been the last two episodes of the last series of Top Gear had all this debacle not kicked off. Um, So that is Sunday at 8. And then at 9.15, I just want to talk about a new US drama that's starting on BBC Two. Um, It's the first US drama on BBC Two to get prime time for quite a while. Gary, you're probably best friend. Yeah, I... I that was can't... the last one, wasn't it? Intruders. Well, no, this, but this is network. What was that? Sorry, so I didn't hear what um, Matt said. Intruders, so. Matt said. But I'm going to go yeah. further back network and put a US. cap on it okay. and say network, probably Pan Am. Back well, in... but, but that got moved very quickly, didn't it? I mean, because it got cancelled and it didn't get great ratings. I don't think they stuck with Pan Am. It was on a Sunday night, wasn't it? But I don't yeah. think they stuck with it. I, I, uh, so I, that... I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd probably have to go back a long way. I don't know. 9.15 Sunday Odyssey, it's called. It's uh, In the US, of course, as everything is, it's called American Odyssey because they have to remind you of every programme which bloody country you live in. <laughs> but that's the separate that's issue. the Americans to be fair. <laughs> that's that's a, an issue of mine that I'm working through. Um, but it is stars Anna Friel with a convincing American accent. Feels very Homeland-esque. But to use Matt's phrase, it's very sanitised, very watered down, because ultimately they can't get away with an awful lot on network TV. This is on NBC, so it's very sort of safe and generic-ish. But, you know, it might be worth a go. We'll certainly review it for next week. Uh, The return of the second series of uh, popular US drama Under the Dome on Channel 5. Uh, The first series was a a, a mid-season hit for America, and did quite well for Channel 5 over here. This is one of these dramas that's set in one town, and on one particular day, a dome is released over the town, so the occupants can't get out. Uh, there's all sorts of different character dynamics. I must admit, I didn't stick with this. This is one that I've got saved up somewhere for later. Uh, also, one of my favourite um, totally guilty pleasures, Channel 4, the return of Child Genius, which is... Incredibly difficult to watch because you want to punch everybody that's on it, but it is somewhat engrossing. I do enjoy it. A bit like doing this podcast, really. (laughs) A bit like this podcast, yeah. Um, Not safe for work at 10 o'clock on Channel 4, which is what I was alluding to earlier, Uh, also on Tuesday. This stars uh, Zoe Ashton as uh, Catherine, a civil servant who's really relocated from London to Northampton. This is written by uh, DC Moore. Um, not the DC Not of the comics. Uh, uh, oh, right. <laughs> not Demi Moore's older I, brother. I'm looking forward to this. I, 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 I've been enjoying <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Channel 4's output with no offence in humans. Um, not great sort of write-ups for this that I've heard, that I've heard oh, so really? far. So I'll be interested to watch it and I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week. And finally, if you're as we're on a bit of a We Love Channel 4 um, thing, there's a, an interesting possibly difficult to watch documentary at Wednesday at 10 it's called Kids in Crisis and it looks at uh, parents being separated from their sick children and being sent hundreds of miles from home looks very difficult to watch it's about the mental health services and it is again the sort of thing that only Channel 4 and before this BBC 3 would give any real you know look to can I just preview something else that I just saw an advert for and it's the best title of the year Go on. Psycho Pussies on uh, on Channel 5 when cats attack. There you go. That should be the last podcast we ever do. <laughs> yeah, because a review of Because every podcast from now would just be a loop of Matt saying that. Yeah. I won't need to get you on. I'll just have you looped. What did you think of that, Matt? Psycho Pussies. What did that, che- what did that drama need more of, Matt? Psycho Pussies. I know we've been talking about things we've been binging on recently. Can yeah, I just yeah. say... 
Uh, anybody who's a fan of The Good Wife, Madam Secretary, and I know Luke's going to laugh at that name. It sounds very, 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 um, has got very, very good over the last few episodes. The first episode, the pilot, they invested a lot in. I think it lost its way a little bit, but they really have gone a long way in getting the family element and the, her sort of private life and her work life, you know, into the show. I really think if you're a fan of The Good Wife and you're looking for something else to watch or, or you you know, anything, I think this is, the show has been really good the last few weeks. Okay, so where do people find it? Well, it's showing at the moment on Sky Living, but I wouldn't be surprised because we're a little bit behind America that a box set will be out soon or it might be on one of the streaming services. But you can, And you can most likely catch up on most episodes on Sky On Demand if you've got that. Yeah, and while we're on Ooh. binging as well, I have now finished Game of Thrones. What, this current series? Yeah, I'm up to date you... with it. Oh, wow. You okay. got there fast. Yeah, you and then I had to fast. watch some South Park because that end of Game of Thrones really depressed me. <laughs> well, I, I, I considered taking medication after yeah. the end of that. Because like, on Game of Thrones, you always get, um, like, it, it's, it's never that gloomy. There's always sort of a, this might yeah. happen next series. There's like a teaser of something major happening, but this just ended really, like... Mm. So that person's dead, and that person's dead. Can you imagine if yeah. if you'd what if you just because of circumstance watched that and then had to watch True Detective? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. I don't think that. you'd be laughing uh, now no, about no, psycho no. pussies, would you? I, I don't think you'd be laughing at all. At Luke Custard TV for uh, me, at Psycho Pussies for Matt in the North. Uh, at the... I'm just going to go and see if that Twitter name is available. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you may as well give out your real one then, Matt. Um, Psycho Pussies. Matt uh, at Psycho Pussies is available. Okay. Sort it, sort it, man. Maybe that should you. be our collective name. <laughs> the Custard TV Psycho Pussies. I tell you what, no, it's bad know. enough going to these events and going, hi, I'm from the custardtv.com <laughs> website. I am not turning up and saying I'm from Psycho Pussies. I'm sorry. I, I don't think you can like. get away maybe with it. The, maybe if the three of us ever turn up on uh, Only Connect, that can be our team. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine Victoria... Victoria Corrin giving us a stern look. I'd love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your um, fantasy, Gary. If yeah. you would like to, you can also like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Twitter, as we say, and uh, Gary is on Tinder as well. And I urge you to swipe whichever way you. Are you actually show. on Tinder, or is that just a? Oh, uh, do you know what? I don't. No, I don't think I am. <laughs> what do you mean you don't sure think you are? I'm fairly sure I'm not. <laughs> What do you mean you don't think you're on there? Well, I may have been at some point in my life. <laughs> you don't accidentally end up on there. Okay, take care. We'll be back next oh, week. Oh, hang same on, hang time. on. Gary, have you got an accent? Oh, accent. Well, sorry. Uh, it's going to be a bit difficult with my voice like this. But No, I think... I mean, have you got any requests? You said Mexico um, you were going to do. Mexico, you did. Tease. I, did, I did tease Mexico. Um, okay, um, I need something to say. Well, I, I suppose what I should do is give out the name of the website. Um, yeah. You know, in Mexican. Thank you very much for listening, listeners. Uh, welcome <laughs> to next week's podcast. Uh, and a uh, big welcome from us at www.thecustardtv.com. <laughs> <laughs> Super. We'll be back next week. It was when a bit will be... there. It was a little bit Geordie. I'm not going to lie. Mexico of Way of Newcastle. <laughs> Take care. Bye. We'll be back next week. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.